Hey everybody, welcome to the Greg and Greg Show, episode 37. That's right, Dave has a real job, so you stuck with me. And why am I still wearing these headphones? Hey guys, thanks for watching, thanks for your patience as we try to get better equipment so we can sound a little bit more professional. Thanks for your patience and our postings. Sometimes we're not very timely, and I apologize for that. Um, but anyway, continue to reach out to us at the Greg and Dave Show at Outlook.com. The Greg, letter N, Dave Show at Outlook.com. And we'll just jump right in. Doctors call baby with trisomy or trisomy 18 quote, incompatible with life, close quote, and they offer abortion, but she lives on to thrive, quote, God doesn't make mistakes, close quote. This is from the Epic Times by Luis Chambers, September 6th. Parents of an unborn baby girl whose doctors suspected she had a chromosome disorder refused abortion when they were told their baby was incompatible with life. God, they believed, knew better. Six years on, their daughter has defied her prognosis. This is just going to be a couple excerpts from the article. You need to check it out to get the full details. Her name is uh, Sajana, I believe. That's how you pronounce it. A hospital in Boston. They were ushered in to speak with a doctor when the tech noticed an abnormality. So she finds out she's pregnant. She's kind of late in age. But you got just read the article to get all the deets on that. I just want to pull out some of the highlights. So this was the quote. The doctor's first words were, quote within a quote, it could be Down syndrome, it could be trisomy, but you deserve a good life. You could just get an abortion, close quote. They sat there, they cried, and they looked at her, and they said, I tell you what, this is a quote, that's not happening. God put this baby here for a purpose. We're having the baby. God doesn't make mistakes, close quote. Uh, goes on to talk about there's a t they met with a team of medical professionals and another quote you're gonna change your mind about abortion now because she's missing half her brain her hands are clenched her mouth is way over to the side she's got heart problems you have other kids this baby is going to be nothing but a burden to them and you close quote I can you just pause and think about that for a minute? Um, do you see yourself talking like that to anyone about any any living thing? Oh my gosh! So it's it's super sad. But this is Boston, and this is how they're speaking about a child, about a baby, about a human being. I mean, if that doesn't blow you away, I, I don't know what will. You're just like dead, a zombie. So, she says, if you're not going to be born perfect, you're going to be a strain on their resources. The neonatal intensive care unit team, quote, did everything to save Sajona, close quote, who had numerous holes in her heart. Then came genetic testing. Sajona tested positive for trisomy 18. The Murphys met with a team of 25, including doctors and social workers and an OBGYN who shocked them with this statement. To know what that statement is, 
read the article. But you kind of get an idea of where it's going. And like I said before, that's sick. I mean, what, what if you were to say that about a puppy? Or if you're, oh, this puppy's going to be a burden to you. Just get it aborted. Just euthanize it. And the libs would get so out of bent out of shape over that, a puppy. But boy, if it's a human being, <laughs> man, that's, that's messed up. Next article. China-based hackers impersonated U.S. voters with AI-generated propaganda during 2022 elections, says Microsoft. Epic Times by Andrew Thornbrook, September 7. China-based hackers impersonated American voters online and used artificial intelligence to create and promote Divisive online content during the 22 midterm elections, according to a report by Microsoft. These accounts posed, quote, these accounts posed as Americans across the political spectrum and responded to comments from authentic users, close quote. The report states that the AI-generated content is more, quote-unquote, eye-catching than China's previous attempts at overseas propaganda and will likely be improved upon and used against Americans in the future. Publication of the report comes less than two weeks after tech giant Meta purged thousands of accounts linked to Chinese law enforcement from its platforms. So this, uh, Meta terms this invasion uh, spamouflage. Quote, the network was run by geographically dispersed operators across China who appear to have been centrally provisioned with internet access and content directions, close quote, the report reads. It's the largest known cross-platform covert influence operation to date. Spamouflage also manufactured and attempted to distribute conspiracy theories apparently intended to undermine confidence in the United States and the rules-based international order. These included stories claiming that the U.S. started COVID-19 by shipping contaminated seafood to China, bombed the Nordstrom natural gas pipelines, and committed genocide. Well, if you're talking about the babies that we abort, then guess they have a point there this is psychological warfare wow ai is a tool should we ban ai you know if we took the same mindset to ai that we have towards guns we should ban ai right i mean guns are an inanimate object incapable of independent action in and of themselves but we're gonna ban that however ai is more advanced than a gun as we've talked about it can learn and grow but at the end of the day whoever holds control over the ai is what determines on whether or not it's going to be good or bad just the same exact way as it does about a gun all right this is some notable news from the daily signal september 7th by amy swearer 12 defensive gun uses show that armed citizens make communities safer now, I'm sure you know this, but I just thought I'd pull this out because we need to hear more of it, and you're never going to hear it from the news. As the nation continues to reel from historic violent crime spikes, many gun control activists turn reflexively to the same, quote, bumper sticker slogan, close quote, policy, quote unquote, solutions 
but fail to address real problems while often undermining the Second Amendment rights of peaceable citizens. Uh, from the Hartford, Connecticut residents. So last week, some Hartford, Connecticut red residents made headlines by starting to conduct, quote, legal armed community patrols, close quote, on a regular basis. Cities experiencing homicide totals not seen in several decades. The Hartford, Connecticut Police Department, to its credit, says uh, these community patrols won't face pushback from officers, quote, as long as they are operating within the law, close quote, acknowledging that these citizens, quote, have Second Amendment rights like the rest of us, close quote. Almost every major study has found that Americans use their firearms in self-defense between 500,000 and 3 million times annually, as the CDC has acknowledged in 21. The most comprehensive study ever conducted on the issue concluded that roughly 1.6 million defensive gun uses occur in the U.S. every year. Now, if you're interested in learning more about this uh, and about these uh, reports or these uh, people, go to at daily DGU on X. So that's at daily at Delta Golf Uniform. And they will give you, if you follow them, the, uh, they'll give you daily highlights of defensive gun uses. And then the article lists out the 12 of them throughout the country. Um, I don't want to get into it, but it's encouraging. And that's why you're not going to hear it on a major uh, fake news media because it doesn't fit the narrative. California passes bill requiring parents to affirm kids' gender transitions. From the Daily Signal, Tony Kennett, September 8th. The California State Assembly passed a bill Friday that would require judges in child custody cases to consider whether a parent has affirmed a child's, quote, gender, gender transition, close quote, by making, quote, gender affirmation, close quote, an equal part of a child's, quote, health, safety, and welfare, close quote, under state law. Democratic lawmakers bill Alpha Bravo 957 passed the assembly by a vote of 5716 along party lines. Gavin Newsom is uh, expected to sign the bill. Parents who refuse to participate in transgenderism by pretending that their child is a different gender would be guilty of failing to provide for the, quote, health, safety, and welfare, close quote, of their child, therefore losing custody to another parent or the state. Quote, the bill makes no distinctions regarding the age of a child, how long a child has identified as transgender, or affirmation of social transition versus medical sex change treatments. That's a quote from Susanna Lutvi from the Washington Free Beacon. Entrepreneur, this is interesting, entrepreneur in California, you know what, it should be communist fornia. Entrepreneur and communist fornia resident Elon Musk is a parent to a child who claims to be transgender. I didn't know that, did you? Anyway, he says, quote, This bill is a wolf in sheep's clothing. What it actually means is that if you disagree with the other parent about sterilizing your child, you lose custody. 
utter madness, close quote. You know, when I sit here and read this stuff, are, are we just numb to it? Does it bother you still? Are you just like, yeah, yeah, that's where we are. Are you motivated to do anything about it? Legally, I mean? Parents being charged with child abuse or neglect for not participating in a child's transgenderism. So there you go. If you don't participate, you're going to be charged with child abuse. State Senator Scott Wilk, he's a Republican from Santa Clarita, warned parents, quote, If you love your children, you need to flee communist fornia. Well, he said California. I'm saying communist fornia. If you love your children, you need to flee communist fornia. That's pretty heavy. Woke corporations increasingly funding gender-affirming care for employees. The Daily Signal by Sarah Holliday, September 8th. Online job search company Indeed. Indeed's vice president of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Isn't that neat that if you just open up this new title that you can put VP in front of it? And man, you sound important. Anyway, uh, her name is Misty Gaither. She stated, quote, We know employees thrive and do their best work when they can bring their authentic selves to work, close quote. Unless they're Christians, then that's something we don't tolerate. Okay, it doesn't say that part, but you kind of get the idea about the hypocrisy here. She added that the, the decision over this type of health care coverage, in quotes, is something quote everyone has the right to do has the right to close quote everyone has the right to do for themselves unless you're a christian then you don't have any rights and we don't give a shit about you uh, also other companies like intuit netflix star sucks uh amazon american airlines at&t campbell's campbell's chevron that sucks google United Airlines, Coca-Cola, Levi Strauss. The Soros Foundation worries Trump will win in 24 and imperil globalism. Oh, no. If Soros is worried about Trump, then that's the guy you need to vote for, right? Because you know Soros is the emperor. Palpatine. Epic Times by Tom Ozanek. September 8th. Quote, we are adapting OSF, which is the Open Society Foundation, to be able to respond to whatever scenarios might emerge on both sides of the Atlantic, close quote. George Soros, Soros' son wrote in a recent op-ed for Politico headlined, quote, no Soros retreat from Europe, close quote. Mr. Soros described the threat of Trump or a MAGA-style Republican win in 24 as an outcome that will, quote, imperil European unity and undermine the progress achieved on so many fronts in response to the war in Ukraine, close quote. So whenever leftists oppose something, then that's the something that you want to latch onto and support. That's kind of gotten to be a simple rule. Good Samaritan sees strange man luring 11-year-old away on street, but steps in just in time. Epic Times by SWNS, uh, September 9th. An 11-year-old girl was saved from being snatched off the street when a Good Samaritan saw what was happening, allegedly, and prevented the kidnapping. Now police have released photos of two men they would like to trace after the attempted abduction in broad daylight. He tried to persuade her to leave with him, but 
a passerby saw she looked uncomfortable and took her into a nearby shop. Good for the Good Samaritan. Way to go, buddy. Way to go. How long will it be that you'll be accused of sexual harassment of a little girl or something like that? From some lib lawyer. More Americans jobless than Biden's official unemployment rate shows. You don't say. Daily Signal by E.J. Antoni. Oh, wow. The date on this one is 9-11. The labor market is nowhere near as strong as it appears. If that sounds surprising, it's because the absence of millions of Americans from the workforce artificially lowers the unemployment rate. Accounting for the missing workers reveals an unemployment rate of over 6%, not the official 3.8%. President Biden inherited an economy that was growing at $1.5 trillion annualized rate and was adding an average of 1.4 million jobs per month after the government imposed shutdowns. Inflation was only 1.4%, which is below the Federal Reserve's 2% target. But bite me, anti-growth, big government agenda slammed the brakes on the economy and the labor market. Just 18 months into Bite Me's administration, inflation soared to 40-year highs. The economy contracted for two consecutive quarters. Millions of Americans left the labor market and still haven't come back. These millions of missing workers skew many of the statistics used to gauge the health of the labor market. For example, imagine a labor force of 100 people wherein 10 are unemployed giving an unemployment rate of 10%. If one of those unemployed persons leaves the labor force, the unemployment rate drops to 9.1%, with 9 divided by 99. So, accounting for the millions of people currently excluded from the labor market reveals an unemployment rate between 6.3 and 6.8%, much higher than the official 3.8 rate. As inflation continues to eat into family budgets and more households need a second income, additional people are re-entering the labor market, all while businesses are hiring less. That will drive the official unemployment rate much higher and expose this shell game for what it is. Yeah, we know this stuff, but there's some statistics. I'll try not to get too deep in that because, you know, I do the same thing. I go, huh? Uh, from the Daily Signal, FEMA money should go to disaster-stricken Americans, not illegal aliens. And Simon Hankinson, September 12th. In a clinical budget negotiation tactic, the White House now is trying to push through a $40 billion quote-unquote supplemental funding bill that holds bailout money for the Federal Emergency Management Agency hostage to sending billions more to Ukraine with insufficient accountability. Well, it couldn't get any worse. Oh, but it does. If the White House tactic works and Congress coughs up enough aid to Ukraine, that rescue money for FEMA can get through. Hundreds of millions of that funding won't go to disaster-afflicted Americans. Instead, taxpayers' money will provide housing, food, health care, and transportation for illegal immigrants through grants to activists, non-government organizations, and 
quote-unquote sanctuary shitties. What this means, that having created a giant managed, excuse me, a giant magnet for illegal immigration, the Bite Me administration wants to continue to burn your tax dollars to sustain hundreds of thousands of people who entered the U.S. illegally for an indefinite period. Not only did these people have no right to enter the country, but they stand little chance of getting asylum even after a due process lasting many years. Tying a FEMA top-up to Ukraine aid in the middle of hurricane season and shortly after the deadly Mar Maui fires shows that the Bite Me administration will maintain open borders at any price. You know what's sad? I have friends that voted for Bite Me because they didn't like Trump. And these are scholarly people. When do you think that these kind of peoples will put aside their childish behavior, wake up and say, you know what, I may not like Trump, but I like his policies. Everybody's getting more money when he's in office. The country is safer when he's in office. The border was closed when he was in office. Child trafficking was practically non-existent because this all goes hand in hand with the open borders. Fentanyl. I mean, have you thought about what the media would be saying if all these things were happening under Trump? And if you ask your lib friends that and they still can't see how biased the media is, then I, you're going to have to find new friends, I guess. You can pray for them. But I don't know that, I mean, maybe you can associate with them as long as you have an understanding that you're not going to talk about politics. The Daily Signal, UK's onshore wind scheme could backfire with far more potent greenhouse gas emissions. From Miles Pollard, September 12th. This is the UK, but you know what? Greenhouse implementations are everywhere. And... This idea of saving the planet by destroying it is so maddening. Wind farms can drastically raise the cost of electricity when the wind doesn't blow and could take and could leak a chemical that is exponentially more harmful to the environment than carbon dioxide. A 2019 BBC article uncovered how the UK's offshore wind turbine gearboxes are utilizing the world's most potent greenhouse gas, sulfur hexafluoride, and that these gearboxes are leaking 15% of the gas over their life cycle. What is sulfur hexafluoride? Really, honestly, I don't know, but it's bad. Sulfur hexafluoride is 23,500 times more potent than carbon dioxide. So what does that mean? Well, for reference, methane and nitrous oxide are roughly 25 and 298 times more potent than carbon dioxide, respectively. So methane is 25 times more potent, and nitrous oxide is 298 times more potent. Ooh, that sounds like a lot. Well, it's not a lot like 23,500 times. What is it going to take for people to go, you know what? Liberalism is bad. It's bad. Uh, so let's continue this. Uh, let's see. These estimates are only over a 100-year perspective. Sulfur hexafluoride could exist up to, what do you think? 100 years, 200 years, 
3,200 years in the atmosphere. Wait, I, I thought we were getting rid of pollutants. <sighs> People talk about your car polluting. They're so full of dung. All right, this one is another whammy. A single pound of released sulfur hexafluoride is the equivalent of 11 pounds of CO2? No, 11 tons of CO2 in the atmosphere. A single pound of released sulfur hexafluoride is the equivalent of 11 tons of CO2 in the atmosphere. And, and you're, you're making the planet better. How? Also, we've talked about this uh, and what it's doing to wildlife. 100,000 birds killed every year by wind turbines in the UK. You know, we have these same issues. By adopting the Norwegian practice of painting one rotor blade black, this could reduce those deaths by an estimated 70%. So why don't they do that? Because they don't give a shit. Abandoning reliable generation capacity for intermittent wind power without first investing in viable storage capacity is a recipe for, for disaster. It's just stupid. I mean, do you, do you ever do away with something without having something else to replace it? I mean, usually you wait till the replacement is there before you throw out whatever it is you want to throw out. But libs don't do that. It's just full steam ahead stupid. So... Scalable gas-fired power stations saved the UK last winter by providing 60% of the needed electricity, while wind turbines contributed a paltry 3%. It's so frustrating when, when people worship stupid. Implement stupid. You have stupid people with stupid ideas forcing that stupidity on you. It's, uh, you know what it is. That's it for today, folks. Thank you again for watching. Thank you, Chloe says hello, for thank you for supporting us. Continue to reach out to us at the Greg and Dave Show at Outlook.com. The Greg letter N Dave Show at Outlook.com. We really appreciate you watching. We really appreciate you supporting us, and we even appreciate you saying some prayers for us. Uh, that's that's really important. I know this is a lot of Debbie Downer stuff, but hey, you know what? If your anchor is in God, this stuff matters, but it shouldn't concern you because you're totally trusting and depending on Him, and that's not a waste of time. And there's confidence, there's peace, there's freedom, and giving all this garbage to Him. But we all still need to we need to do our part. We need to get involved whatever way you can. For me, you know, it's this little bitty podcast, little bitty voice in the desert trying to reach someone or anyone. Maybe just like I said from the very beginning, it's a way of me for me to vent because I you don't want to keep this inside. So I recommend the same for you if you're getting all bent out of shape about all this nonsense. You need a way to vent. Go to the gym. Go do some kind of physical exercise to help clear your mind. Or whatever it is, do it. Give God the glory. So that's it for today. And uh, till next time, stay safe. And remember, I love you, man.